0: If you're tired of the sugar-coated nonsense and you're ready to discuss truths in a serious but humorous, light-hearted, and sometimes weighty fashion, then the Blunt and True Conversations are for you.
1: Join us, Lawson and Bernadine, as we discuss masculinity, femininity, dating, marriage, sex, and more. We've been married for 10 years and we've got plenty to share from our own shortcomings, failures, hardships but also from our victories, triumphs, and joys.
0: We're so happy you're here. Let's get into it.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode ever of the Blunt and True podcast with Lawson (laughs) and Bernadine. We've got our first episode talking about why nice guys don't get the girl and how... To be a gentleman without becoming a simp.
0: What is your definition of a simp? Okay, so <laughs> I'm sure Urban Legend has right. It
2: probably. I guess we could pull it up and see what it says. But long story short, what simp is supposed to mean is someone who's, you know, in a in a negative way, doing trying too hard, trying too hard, going above and beyond, doing too much, and really uh, almost turning themselves into like a servant trying to win a
1: girl over.
0: Right. So it's specifically um, for men. It's a man who is, yeah, like you said, trying too hard to win a girl who's not even, you know, of value. You know, maybe they, they use this example a lot. They say men who are like commenting on Instagram posts of women who post like half naked photos of themselves and they're like saying things like oh you're such a queen so beautiful so (laughs) i love you and it's like uh that's pathetic she has no idea who you are she will never know who you are she doesn't care um so it's like um becoming pathetic for a woman who's not even worth the admiration or whatever yeah so that is what a simp is you know sometimes we post about dating and we get comments from men saying Oh, you know, you can be the nicest guy and you can do all these things for a girl, but they don't care. They go after jerks. They go after guys that don't treat them right.
2: The question of why is being nice not always attractive to women? It's because women are not naturally inclined to be attracted to simple kindness or simple niceness. Now, that's a good quality trait that can be attractive, but what is a woman looking for? She, mm-hmm. you know, a woman will surround herself with other women to interact and to share emotions and to share their feelings and their thoughts. And they talk a lot and all these things and, you know, encouraging and, oh, you look beautiful today and all these kinds of things. That's how women interact with women. You know, a woman's not out looking, you know, a traditionally minded woman's not out looking to marry her best, best girlfriend. She's not looking for it. She's looking for someone who is. Opposite and complimentary to her that Mm -hmm. is masculine and that is different, but, but balances her life and gives her some security and structure. And so simply being nice, you know, giving gifts, giving compliments, telling her how beautiful she is today. Mm -hmm. What can I do to make you feel better? All these kinds of things are not necessarily Bad things to exist within a relationship. I mean, gifts should be given and all this, but that's not what she intuitively, instinctively is looking for. She's looking for a mate. She's looking for a leader. She's looking for someone to, to join in a purpose with. And if all you do is become a secondary, you know, girlfriend to her in a male body, that's not attractive in a, in a sexual manner, in a, marriage material manner, and potential fatherhood of her children, it's not going to do it for her. So it's not that nicety is something that has to be removed from the equation. It just can't be the entire picture of what you are to the woman.
0: Right. Nicety.
2: Yes, nicety.
0: Did you just make that up? (laughs) Uh,
2: Nicety is a word.
0: Sometimes, like we're talking about this, a girl will turn down a, quote, good guy, Because he's lacking qualities like strength, like confidence, like drive. When a guy comes off desperate and like needy and just overly, um, even like it sounds like they're worshiping you or they're idolizing you. They're depending on you for their purpose and joy in life. It crosses the line from being, um, something that's sweet to becoming something that's alarming (laughs) because you want a guy (laughs) who has an identity in and of himself. You know, he, um, with or without you, he has a purpose. He has drive and it's not dependent on you because you know that you can't give him masculinity. You can inspire it. You can, um, you know, encourage it and support it, but you can't bestow it. You know, you can't give it to him. And so if the guy is relying on you, to be masculine it's kind of alarming because um it makes you feel insecure because you know you can't give that to him you're not the source you not you can't supply it a woman can support that but she can't secure that in him she can't secure masculinity in a man and so when a guy is you know simping actually simping it's a turnoff because it feels um like your security glands are going off because now he's relying on you for his security Lawson, what would you say is the difference between a good guy and a nice guy? Because we we understand that nice guys don't get the girl, nice guys finish last, but good guys are not necessarily the same thing as a nice guy.
2: Sure. And so what I would do is almost a rewording that and say the difference between being a good man Mm -hmm. and a nice guy. Because at the end of the day, these are attributes of manhood. You know whether a, a a lady is thinking this through her mind or not. Instinctually, she is attracted to qualities of manhood. Yeah. And a good man will be kind. A good man will do things like open the door for you. A good man will will you know move you to the other side of the sidewalk and put him between you and traffic. Right. A you know a, you know as a form of protection a a good man will make a sacrifice to ensure that you're comfortable even if it means you know removing his jacket when it's cold you know and and he's he's over here suffering silently. You know, not saying anything and putting it over you, even though you've already got a, you know, a sweater and a jacket and and a scarf and a beanie and all this, but you feel cold. Yes, and exactly. And and someone would say that. Yeah, yeah, no. From from this generation, but a good man would do that, right? Because at the end of the day, this is not just you know to the ladies. This is not just you and him. Because if you and him become a thing and you stay a permanent thing, you and him are going to have children. And how would you want him to interact with your child, with his child, with your child together? Would you not want him to remove his garment, his his jacket or whatever, and ensure your child was warm if they were shivering? Mm -hmm. Would you not want him to go the extra mile to ensure they were provided for and they were comfortable and they were protected and safe? Would it not be the right thing to put himself between traffic in your child and Mm -hmm. so a good man will do these things but a good man will also know his purpose he will know his own identity and his identity will rest in his god Mm -hmm. and in his purpose from god without you ever being there and he will have a purpose a mission A kingdom for you to join and to bring your femininity and your beauty and your softness and your creativity into to enhance and to better as his helpmate. And so a good man versus a nice guy, a good man will either have or be growing in the totality of manhood, which is both strong. And in some ways, in a masculine sense, nurturing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: caring, protective, right, defensive, providing, he will have both mission and purpose. And in some ways, d- doesn't care what anybody thinks. He knows where he's going and, he's, and he knows how to get there. And at the same time, will remove his own comfort, his own wishes, desires, and needs for the benefit of his children, for the benefit of his bloodline, for the benefit of his woman, to make sure that they have what they need. And that is what a good man is. A nice guy will simply just think that if I give gifts and if I give attention, if I give love, if I give compliments, that I'll win her over. You can't eat compliments. If things get difficult or if there's imminent physical danger or even just the difficulties of life... Saying, oh, you're beautiful today isn't going to get me through it. A right. woman needs a good man who can comfort and say, hey, beautiful, let me tell you how we're going to make it through this.
0: Right. And in a way, someone who's a man who's simping is kind of doing it from a self centered, selfish point um, or motive. Because when you think about like someone who's commenting on an Instagram model's photo, you're so beautiful and gorgeous. You know, it's not because he has anything to give to her or he has any plans to meet her or right. actually build a life with her. It's mostly to, you know, hope in the hopes that she notices and she acknowledges his existence and right. she likes his comment and, or, and comments back and says, thank you, because it makes him feel good. It makes him feel something exactly. about himself. It gives him confidence. It makes him think he think he's somebody and so it's really self-centered because he knows there's not it's not going to go anywhere it's not going to become anything um but there are a lot of people like that who pay for only fans like there's nothing that they're going to give to these women besides the five bucks a month you know they're not going to build a life they're not going to invest in this woman they're not going to build a family nothing it's just to get something from them the man is trying to You know, get pleasure and it's self-seeking. It's self-serving. There's no giving besides the five bucks. There's no sacrifice. There's no planning, nothing. They're trying to build, um, you know, their identity and their confidence without having to put anything out there, without having to invest in an actual relationship and an actual life and future. You know, they don't have to give anything as a man. They're just receiving, receiving. It's all about them. So that's why when you're a simp, it's not, a good thing, right? It's not a good thing. It's bad. Uh, it's bad for you because you're not going to get anywhere. You know, you're not building anything. You're not becoming anything.
2: Stunting your potential really. Yeah. He's simply giving frivolously in hopes of receiving selfishly what he wishes for and hopes for in hopes of making himself feel better and if he does it to t- 20 women online, he would do it to 20 women in real life with no plans of building life with any of those women. Right. And and that's the thing is that a a good man is already building.
0: That's yeah, that's okay. He's
2: already building and he wants to build with a woman. But he's already building, he's already right. preparing, he's already getting that career, he's already moving forward in that purpose, getting that house, getting that job. Building those finances, building skills, developing himself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, a trade, all these different things. He's already building because he's going somewhere. He has a kingdom to build. He has a purpose to accomplish. He has something to that he knows that one day his God will say, well done, good and faithful servant over. He's already aimed at that. He doesn't need you to feel that he has value or a purpose or direction. And that is what's so so dangerous about so-called nice guys is that it's weak men or really it's it's weak boys that are trying to fill their desires and their needs by leeching from the woman rather than building their needs and building their future building their purpose and offering provision to the woman that comes into his life that is worthy and that is value, truly high value, mm-hmm. that is an equal match for him. And I think that it really encapsulates the difference between being good man, nice guy.
0: Right. Yeah, it's so good, and it's sad because it's like a phenomenon going on right now. There's so many. You know, it's sad they grow up without their fathers. They grow up without you know knowledge. Of God, no discipleship, no, no, no Bible knowledge. They just don't have a father figure in their life, or they do, and it was a bad one. That's part of why we're doing this podcast is so that men out there and women out there could learn the things that you and I have learned the hard way. You grew up in a divorced family, you had to grow up without your dad being there consistently, you know, it was a difficult situation. I grew up without my mom. She passed away when I was four. I didn't have that mother figure. I had my older sisters, but it's not the same. And some people have their father and they have their mother in their lives, but they were not good examples. And so they're having to unlearn and heal from those things. And so it's just, um, a difficult time generational, Uh, problems and we're all having to pitch in together and have community and and truly seek God and truly share what we're learning and how we're growing and passing it on in the hopes that we all can collectively heal and grow as people.
2: Yeah, and, and none of this is to say that if you are in a place where you're like, dang, man, this identifies me. Currently, I am that guy trying to be the nice guy. Currently, I am that guy that that is behaving in a boyish manner and I don't know what my purpose is and I don't none of this to say is is to say that you are stuck there. right. None of this is to say, oh look at you and just point the finger. This is to label reality and call the man in you out of you, to call that man forth and mm-hmm. say, look at the difference of where you are and where you can be in a year, 2 years, 5 years, 10 years, 50 years from now looking at your great grandchildren and you know that you made it and you know that you won. So none of this is to say hey we've got it all together and we've never had any issues as as Bernie was saying, I grew up with a a divorced home. I grew up with uh having to visit my father you know, throughout the year and and not being able to be with him on a day-to-day basis. You know, my wife, you know, she grew up without her mother. And a lot of this, we really had to grow and learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if we say something, it's like, hey, very direct or very cutting. It's because we genuinely believe that in this moment, God is pulling people out of that kind of of a place where they've felt stuck and raising them up because the traditionalist movement cannot simply be memes of wheat fields and you know <laughs> wojack you know you can't just be this thing where we, where we where we lecture each other philosophically on telegram and we post these memes on instagram at some point it has to be you know boots on the ground at a job site providing for families. It's got to be women in homes, nurturing and raising children in the ways of the Lord. And so again, none of this is to say, Hey, you know, if you're in that spot, you're stuck there and that's it. You're just a nice guy and you'll never be a good man. No, you have the potential in you, the God given design to be that good man. But the first thing you've got to do is you've got to recognize where you're at. And so in that same vein, Bernadine, you know, from a woman's perspective, why would you say, that women end up going for that jerk and turning down and friend zoning this guy that seems so great.
0: I think sometimes women friend zoned the nice guy because they're missing that aspect of um, strength. And so they're lacking the attributes that would give a woman security. Um, but women sometimes go after the jerk <laughs> because you know, jerks, we, the archetype or whatever the stereotype that we have about a jerk is that he's pushy and he's aggressive and he gets his own way and what he wants, he gets. And so if you take those attributes and it's actually used for good, they can be, you know, the biggest thing to turn a woman on. Like, wow, he's got drive. He's pushy, but for good things, you know, he's aggressive, but to protect and provide and to lead. Absolutely. Um, and that's like the, those are the things that give a woman security that make a woman admire a man, make a woman respect a man. And it makes it easier for her to submit to someone who has that good aggression. You know, the culture says any form of aggression, any level of. Um, strength or drive is toxic in a man. That's absolutely false. That's a complete lie. It's only toxic when it's being used for bad. It's only toxic when it's strength that a man uses to sin. But if it's strength that a man uses for good, that's peak masculinity. That's exactly what a woman wants. So sometimes a woman is attracted to a jerk only because he knows what he wants. He goes after it. He doesn't care what people think. He doesn't let them stop him. You know, he achieves his goals. He, right. um, you know, he gets his way. That's why women, that's the only reason women are attracted to, quote, jerks. But they don't want him to mistreat her. They don't want him to be a jerk to just everyday normal people they interact with. You know, it's not... Uh, a turn on to see him be a jerk to like the waiter. It's not nice to see him be, um, mean to an elderly person. Like, no, it's not. Cause it's like, why are you like that? Why? What's wrong with you? Who hurt you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who hurt you? When a guy is using his strength to sin, that's turn on. So a woman needs to identify her intuitive, her, uh, just raw, um, primal need for security, the fact that she will only respect and admire and follow a man if he shows strength and drive, if he has the um, traits that would make him a good leader, a good protector, a good provider. That's why you're attracted to a man who has drive, but that doesn't mean you need to go with a jerk because you don't want a man who will go against God's ways. You don't want a man Who will abuse and misuse. And again, like you said, if you're going to marry this guy and start a family with him, what are your daughters and your sons going to look up to? What are your sons going to be like as they grow to be a man? What kind of man are your daughters going to marry when they have your husband as the example of what a man is like, what mama married It's not inherently wrong that a woman is attracted to strength. It's just the kind of strength. How is he using that strength? It's natural. It's perfectly good. It's even God's design that a woman is attracted to that aggression, that drive, that motivation, that strength. But you have to make sure it's not something that's being used for sin and it's not something that's being used in a twisted you know, bad way.
2: And so then from a woman's perspective, they're being attracted to these men because of the strength, because of the confidence and the, you know, the stability, the consistency, they know where they're going, mm-hmm. but they're being turned off by these other men that are not jerks. They are treating the waitress nice. They are kind to to grandma. They are, you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, they would help the old lady across the street. You know, they're, 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 they give all these gifts. But they don't evoke a sense of security.
0: Right. They don't evoke a drive or strength. Like, it's hard for a woman to follow a man who's not going anywhere. Like, where are you going to follow him to?
2: That's a great point.
0: The couch? Like, right, we're going gonna- right. to Netflix and shit. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, where are you going? Where am I following you to? What, how can I help you? What are we
2: building here? Yeah, like, how what can is- I support
0: you? How can, How can I be a helpmate to someone who doesn't need help because they're not doing anything? Yeah, so when a woman is called to be a helpmate, she's called to help him with the mission at hand, not to nanny him, not to be (laughs) his mother all over again. You have to be doing something already for a woman to help you. She's not going to train you up the way you should go. Like, that's what your mom and dad were supposed to do, not your wife. Right. And so when a man doesn't have drive, doesn't have direction, is not trying, is not growing, that's a huge turn off. And nice guys can be nice and they can be sweet and they can give all these compliments and gifts and stuff. But if they don't have drive, they don't have that strength, it kind of doesn't mean anything at all. You know, how right. do I follow you? How do I help you? Where are we going? What are we doing? You know, what is your goal, your vision? Um, you know, I want to help you with that. But if you don't have that I'm just sitting around wondering what we're doing next, you know?
2: Right. And, and you know, that's exactly the same thing that happens with these guys that overuse the word simp and they call, or they accuse everyone that's even just remotely kind to any woman, kind to grandma, et cetera. Like that they're, that they're a simp is that they try to project that they are the opposite of that and that they are alpha and you know, this sense of bravado but many times these men don't actually have anything going in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so you have this on both ends of the spectrum where you have those accusing others of simp, of being a simp and those actually being a simp that neither oftentimes are actually offering a future to that woman. And so one is, you know, I'm better than you. You know, I, I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm a high value man. I'm all this and you're nothing to the woman. And these men that like you, that they're just simps and and all of this, but they actually don't have a kingdom. They don't actually have a future. They don't actually have a purpose that they're living for to really, they're, they're high on themselves without cause. And then the other guy is not high on himself at all. You know, he could use a little bit more confidence in himself. He could use a little bit more drive and he's too high on her. And so the two extremes really, I think, are are leading to disaster in relationships.
0: Yeah, so I think, was it a week ago? We were at a hotel and we are trying to find something to watch. There's not very many options. We don't even watch TV. But yeah, it's not our there. normal way <laughs> stuck, of going. Yeah. Stuck there with nothing to do. <laughs> um. And uh, that movie Aladdin came on. Right. The one with Will Smith and... I, I don't know. It's like a live event? I live mean, a live action. action movie? Anyway, so Aladdin, the movie Aladdin came on, and um watching that is very interesting because it does tie into this topic in this podcast. So, you know, you've got Aladdin, he's got nothing going for him, except for, like, his pet monkey. <laughs> he has no possessions, he has no title, you know, he's right. not anything in the kingdom. But, but Jasmine is attracted to Aladdin. Why? Because He's charming. He's confident. He can, you know, run around the city and get away with, with stuff and, you know, get what he wants done accomplished and not have like second thoughts. He doesn't second guess himself. He just, you know, I'm, I need this. I'm going to get it. It's done. I'm going to get away with it. And, um, he just has a sense of adventure about him. And so he doesn't necessarily have status. He doesn't have you know authority or possession but a woman will still be attracted i'm just using a secular example sure. <laughs> you know yeah. in the culture a woman will still be attracted to a guy who exudes that confidence exudes that strength exudes that aggression um and he yeah he was like stealing stuff but right. he wasn't hurting anybody and um you know he We're was not advocating yeah, stealing right. <laughs> it's not based <laughs> to make
1: it clear <laughs> it's not based.
2: <laughs> that that is not a statement of affirmation, but
0: Yeah, but he, you know, charmed her and she was attracted right, to him right. before he joined the kingdom, <laughs> before he had um, you know, position there. Um and it's because of those things. If he was poor and, you know, he was he had no title, no possessions, and he was weak, there would be no attraction there at all. If he had right. zero confidence jasmine you know um in the story he would not be attracted to him at all because he literally had nothing so because he had that confidence he had that um he was a gentleman to her he wasn't a jerk to her but he had that confidence that that healthy uh, aggression he can earn he can climb up the ladder he can become something and that's a, a trait you can have even before you reach you know your the, the best life. Before you live your best life, you can get there if you have those traits where you're confident, you have drive, you um have that strength. And so, yeah, and also think about David. I feel like in the Bible, David really shared a lot about himself through Psalms, you know, through the, you know, the history of what he went through that was recorded in there. We know a lot about not just his life and what happened, but his thoughts and his emotions as a man going from being a shepherd boy to a king, you know what I mean? And through the poetry, through the history, we see that David was both strong and tender. You know, he was able to worship God. He was able to publicly be affectionate to God and write music to God and um, you know, just exude this admiration and tenderness and vulnerability and be somebody who can chop off the head of a giant who was threatening his people.
2: Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He had
0: strength and he was tender and he was this perfect mix of a lover and a fighter and not just, you know, towards, uh, you know, how his relationship with women, but his relationship right. with God. He was a lover. Of God, and he was a fighter for God, everything in his life revolved around the Lord. you know God was his motivation, and he was able to fight and worship. He was a warrior and a worshiper, and it wasn't um weird it wasn't you right know, it wasn't like he had to go back and forth between two opposing sides of himself. no, he was the totality. Of a, a, man who is both tender and strong. And that's what women need. And that's what men, um, can achieve. That is the peak of masculinity, in my opinion, because it's not just that you're strong, it's that you are exuding love. Nothing motivates anyone, you know, to fight and to win and to survive and to strive and to sacrifice than love. Love is the greatest motivator. And so I don't think that, you know, the peak man in all of existence, in all of history is without love, love for his family, love for God, love for his children and his future, you know, grandchildren, all of that love for his nation, love for, you know, all of those things. He is a lover first, and that makes him fight for what he loves, for who he loves, And so a simp is not that. He only loves pleasure and he loves himself and he wants to feel good about himself. And he he wants to get from a woman. He wants to get from life without giving, without sacrificing or investing. But a gentleman is someone who fights for something.
2: The word gentleman really sounds like opposing ideas. Mm-hmm. Because you're taking the word gentle and the word man. And a man is strong. A man is tough. A man can fight and scrap and build and suffer well and stick through the difficulty and build something out of nothing. But a gentle man, like you said, is both that warrior and that lover, that worshiper and that fighter. And I think that David is a perfect example in the scripture where you get to see the raw mm-hmm. realities of his struggles and his difficulties. Right. And you, you see his, his love. You see his romance. You see both his love for his people. As you said, his love for his God, his love for his family, the actual romantic relationships in his life. You see that. And you also see him and his mighty men. He kills Goliath and then he and his mighty men go and kill all of Goliath's brothers. You know, we're talking about with swords and shields and you're taking down these beasts of these creatures. That is how you be that for a woman.
0: So what would you say are some steps that a man can take like today? What can a man do now to grow um in their masculinity and avoid the pitfalls of, you know, becoming either a quote alpha jerk stereotype? or like a weakling simp you know how can they grow as a man without any of that nonsense
2: so number one it's getting really clear on your identity who you are and having that identity clearly rooted in god what he says about you and in your relationship with the father and that leads into what i would say is number two Is building your own life. And as you build your own life, it's going to be springing from that identity. You're going to be building a life of your own that a woman can come and be a part of. And that's going to include things like a trade, building a career, you know, learning practical skills of how to take care of a family, even just things like changing a tire. If you know, you get a flat, changing the oil, becoming physically fit, physically strong. You know, working out, taking care of your health, you know, developing yourself mentally, emotionally. And number three, really cultivating a proper understanding of masculinity and undoing all the different cultural narratives, the false cultural narratives of what a man is, where one extreme is telling you this this false, weird bravado of where, you know you're alpha because you're just treat everybody like garbage and the other extremes of, you know, bending over backwards to please a woman, to please everyone around you, you know, giving and giving and giving, but never having a sense of purpose and direction yourself.
0: Yeah. I think that's great. Um, that deals with the mental and the practical and the spiritual Um, you know, the the things that a man needs to work on and grow in, in order to not only get the girl, but also just to reach that peak, you know, potential for himself as an individual, as a man of God. So those are awesome steps, awesome advice. Um, We need more gentlemen in the world and we need less simps. We need less jerks. I think that is one of the biggest steps that the culture needs to take because in doing so, we will have more families, healthier families, healthier futures, healthier children, and it's a lot of weight on a man, but it's also a huge um, possibility and potential and you know adventure that he gets to take that step and lead not only the the woman that he'll marry, but the culture. If imagine if like a hundred guys grow in those ways you described. That is a huge shift Absolutely. in the culture. And that is just gonna, going to be such a huge positive influence, um, not just in the here and now, but for the kingdom of God. And so that is beautiful, you know, um, as a woman and as women who are listening to this podcast episode, we are in total support of that. <laughs> we want that. We want more men like that and we will support men like that. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, we would love to see you post about it on Instagram so we can find out who's been listening, <laughs> you yep. know, and totally reshare your post on our pages. And we would love to hear from you, um, your own thoughts and your own reviews. We would so appreciate that. We really enjoyed this time talking with y'all and having this conversation. And we look forward to to more episodes and this is just the beginning so we are super pumped and excited we hope you join us next time on the blunt and true podcast this has been the blunt Blunt and True true podcast
1: with lawson
0: and Bernadine, and we will see you next time if you enjoyed this episode we invite you to join the blunt and true community membership where we dive even deeper into this topic and connect with one another
1: In the membership, you'll get exclusive podcast episodes, articles, giveaways, and live streams, along with a private group chat where other like-minded people will encourage you and remind you that you're not alone. Grow as an individual and in your relationships.
0: Click the link below and sign up today. Even deeper into this topic and connect with one another.
1: In the membership, you'll get exclusive podcast episodes, articles, giveaways, and live streams, along with a private group chat where other like-minded people will encourage you and remind you that you're not alone. Grow as an individual and in your relationships.
0: Click the link below and sign up today.